0: Welcome back to the Finesse Your First Year podcast. I am Sarah, as always. I'm still Caitlin. (laughs) We're so glad that you're joining us again um, for another week of this lovely podcast where we try and help you succeed to the best you can in your first year. Or if you're a sophomore, junior, or senior, you can still take lessons from this. True.
1: Okay, so the premise of this week's episode is we know that there are conversations coming up happening about planning out your next set of courses that you're taking and all of that so we wanted to talk about creating a plan whether that be academic plan or just like a life plan Mm -hmm. Um, and we were thinking it would be fun if we set like a 15 minute timer and we see off the top of our heads how many different strategies for coming up with a plan both academic and life related that we can come up with um, specifically within
0: the realm of like Simmons. Yeah. So at Simmons, when you're trying to do your course registration, when you're trying to plan out, Oh my gosh, what is the next four years of a major going to look like? How can you do that here?
1: Exactly. So, um, I think we'll, we can stall for like 30 more seconds. (laughs) <laughs> and then we'll get started. Um, so we're gonna write them down as we go to make sure that we don't like double dip too much. Yeah. Um, and we'll offer like a little explanation as we go, but we'll
0: try to keep it concise. Yeah. I think that's a good plan. Um Who's going first? oh I can go first. I have something I really want to talk about. Um, how do I best present this? You got ten seconds to figure it out. <laughs>
1: uh
0: oh. No, it's my favorite. Okay. Ready? Timer starts now. Now. Okay, so my first piece of advice would be to go on the Simmons Academic Planning Worksheets website, which you can find through Simmons Advising. And find if you're a first year and you don't know what you want to major in, find a few different academic planning worksheets for a few different majors. Look at the courses, see if they look interesting, see if you want to take them. And then eventually you can download the academic planning worksheet and start filling it in and also start putting it into, you know, arranging it in the next four years. So when you might take certain classes and I promise that it's not as overwhelming as it seems because it will help you register for courses in the spring. So you're not like, Ooh, I want to take this one and that one, but none of them are actually working towards a major, which like side note that's cool too you can do that work with your advisor but my biggest piece of advice would be to use the academic planning worksheets okay that was good i'm going to kind of dovetail off of that something that
1: i thought of while sarah was talking was kcas um so if you're wholly unfamiliar with that brief rundown kca stands for key content areas instead of having to do a gen ed class you just have to take a course that fulfills the requirement for say science or social historical global cultural my piece of advice is to start planning whether you know your major or not um, to start planning out what you want your kcas to be because to sarah's point a lot of those kcas are kind of niche Um, So you might not be interested in them or on the other end, you might be really, really interested in a certain KCA that's only offered once every two years or that's only offered in the spring, things like that. Um, So take time to look through the list and see what looks interesting to you so that you can still be taking classes that you find interesting and you don't have to wind
0: up um, in a class that you are not passionate about. That's a great piece of advice. And also, I can speak specifically to the public health major, but some majors automatically hit all of the KCAs. Oh, go off. Which <laughs> I think is really cool, really nice. Um, if you know the public health major, it's a beast of like tons of interdisciplinary work. But I know that there are other majors that just within the curriculum will hit a lot of KCAs. So make sure you're comparing the KCA list against the classes you already have to take. True.
1: I know some of my site classes fulfill requirements um but then also if you don't know what you want to major in this could be a perfect opportunity for you to be taking courses that are meaningful um while also like exploring different disciplines and seeing what you like my only caveat with this is also something way off in the distance for you is your 3d um Um, yes you don't like i don't want to tell you to start with it now um but eventually you will have to compile three courses from different disciplines Mm -hmm. um, if it still stands in however many years who knows Um, but you will have to compile different courses from different disciplines um, so maybe don't plan to do all of your KCAs at once if there's one that you might want to incorporate into that like project meaningful essay kind of bit later on in your junior or senior year but you can still start thinking about what classes you want to take now
0: yes because even though there are the major requirements for your major on the academic planning worksheets. There's also academic, like graduation requirements. Oh, true. For Simmons, as an institution, and that's the four-year plan, P L A N, which KCAs which are a part of. KCAs are a part of, and that's on. Typically, it's on page two of the academic planning worksheets. It's in all of the PDFs. I have spent way too much time on them. They might be bookmarked on my laptop. Oh boy. Um, but yeah, that's that on that we'll leave it there Next you're thing. up oh boy <laughs> um hmm okay so super generic but connect with your advisor and by this i mean yes your advisor who you're assigned to in the advising office also your major advisor they don't have that yet i know you don't have that yet. okay okay yeah. sorry yeah. trust
1: the process sarah, sarah has a point
0: <laughs> <laughs> i swear i'm going somewhere with this um So I didn't declare my major for the longest time because I was so between different majors and I was switching and I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. So I decided that I was going to get myself a few different informal major advisors for the majors that I was potentially looking at. And that really helped me to be able to say, okay, well, what classes do they think that I should be taking right now? Because as a first year, I thought I wanted to be a biology major and I was like, okay, that's great. Awesome. My advisor from the advising office advises lots of different majors. I want to be talking to a biology professor who's in that department who can maybe advise me a little more specifically. But I also was kind of torn between that and public health. So I decided no harm, no foul. And just reaching out to a professor, especially if you've had that professor in class and saying, hey, I'm thinking about majoring in your department. Would you recommend some classes for me for the spring? I think that was like a really great piece of advice that I received and passing it along because the professors in their departments know those courses in and out and they really know the field also. So I think it's worth just emailing a professor, especially if you're in that professor's class and saying, I might want a minor, I might want a major in your department. What do you think I should take? Yes, I have two things to kind of go off of that. Um so my first thing
1: is I didn't do that. Um I was very happy with my plan advisor and knew very much what I wanted my major to be. Um so I kind of And she's still fine. <laughs> I'm still <laughs> fine. I turned out okay. Um but I waited and eventually at the end of your first year if you haven't like already asked someone to be your advisor the way we had to do it was we like filled out a form of what we were interested in and then we were assigned an advisor. I was assigned a professor who I actually was taking her course the first semester that she was uh, my advisor. And it was a health psychology course, which ended up being exactly what I want to do with my life. Like I didn't have perfect direction before that. And then I took that class and I knew that was what I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. Um, So she became my advisor. And also you can like switch advisors.
0: Oh, yeah. That's like a little inside tip. Like, that shouldn't be an inside tip. If you
1: decide that something is like better suited or more on the track that you are on, nobody's going to be offended if you ask someone mm-hmm. else who is more closely related to that to be your advisor. Um, because where I'm going with this is your advisors are also really helpful resources, not only for academics, but for everything else. Right. So um, an example of that is... Again, my advisor, she is in the exact field that I want to work in. She happened to go to the grad school that I want to go to, uh, and she does a lot of research and things that I'm interested in. So I have connected with her a lot, not only over um, different like courses that I should be taking, but also over internship opportunities. and grad school planning. And I really expressed to her that I was very interested in working in the health psychology lab. And now because of that connection that I have with her, I get to do that this semester, which is a huge thing. It's super fun and also really great experience. So connecting with your advisor um, is really, really huge because it allows you not only to navigate your classes, but also your big life plan, right? Your general professional career. My Second point off of this point is sometimes you take a class with a professor and it might not be what you had originally thought you were going to mm-hmm. do, but you just love that professor and it's okay to keep taking classes with a certain professor just yes. because you love their teaching style, or it's okay to keep the keep taking classes in a discipline just because you like the discipline and maybe not have the intent of minoring in it, things like that. Um, I've been doing that with one political science professor for since my first year. um, And it's amazing because she's a really, really great resource that I have in terms of navigating just like life um, and academia. But it's also really fun. And I get to take classes that I'm like interested in and care about. Mm -hmm. So definitely recommend that. Like if something interests you, keep going with it.
0: Yeah, not everything has to be working towards a minor.
1: Yeah, and we we are not the people to say this. <laughs> do as we say, not as we do. We're like constantly hypothesizing how we can turn things into minors. But um, not everything has to be a minor. Yep.
0: Not everything has to be a major. Not everything yep. has to have an end result on your diploma. Right. You can do things just for the sake of being a lifelong learner, as my mom would say. Cheers. <laughs> what do you got? That was mine. Branching off of my advisors, gonna make me come up with another one. Whoa! I just talked for like three <sighs> whole minutes okay. off of that. Okay, this is really just me deflecting. Huh. Um, hmm. Ooh. Okay. I'll branch off of the branch off. Talk to upperclassmen. True. Talk to the juniors and the seniors. I promise we're not scary. We really do just want to help you all. <laughs> um. um <laughs> granted, like find coming back to our earlier conversations on like place and space, find the right time, the right setting to connect with an upperclassman. That said, they can be really helpful resources in saying, I'm interested in X, Y, Z in the field of psychology. This professor I know works with that. So why don't you talk to them? Or for example, I switched my major from social work to sociology. Here's why I did that. And what professors I talked to, to help me make that decision. So along the same lines of talking to advisors in the advising office and staff and faculty who, you know, have master's degrees and PhDs, don't discount the students who are also right there with you. And you're just a few steps behind them because they have literally just done it. And they are actively navigating what you are navigating. So I would say also use them. That's a good one.
1: Um, Changing gears a little bit. This is important for academics, but also for like career and life planning. Um, Try things out. Mm. This especially goes out to my healthcare folks um, who maybe know that they want to be a doctor or maybe know that they want to be a nurse, but don't know specifically what specialty they want to do or what demographic they want to work with internships, um, jobs, things like that. And this goes for anyone, like dip your toes in, especially if you can find a paid internship, really like go for it. Mm -hmm. Um, But dip your toes in and try things out because every experience is a valuable experience, even if it's not necessarily like an overwhelmingly positive experience. Um, You might go, my roommate um, this summer had a job at a VA hospital and it was really great experience. She's a nursing major. And it really helped her learn that she didn't want to work in hospice. And for some people, you might interpret that as like, a wow, that was a waste of time. But I think as long as you have the spin on it, that you're narrowing down what you want and don't want to do much better than winding up in a field and yep. starting your first day and being like, wow, I hate this and feeling trapped. Yep. So experiment with it now and see what you like, what you don't like. Oh, boy, we have so little time. I think I'm just oh, wait. Gonna... No, no, no. We have we have until the 17. 17. Okay.
0: But I I think I'm just going to branch off of this and say, I, in high school, didn't think I was super qualified to be doing any internships or anything like that, which we can come back to that. That's a whole nother conversation. But with that, don't discount a job shadow.
1: Oh, yeah. I job
0: shadowed someone. You can reach out to people, a parent's friend, a friend of a professor, your professor themselves, like anybody who is related to what you think you might want to do or wholly unrelated and you just want to rule it out Mm -hmm. you can job shadow them for a day for an afternoon for a week however you might want and you don't have to be framing it as a I'm going to do work for you and this is high stakes and maybe there's a payment or a stipend involved you can just job shadow and see if it's something that's interesting to you
1: yeah yeah that's important Um, I do kind of want to note Sarah's point of like not feeling like you are capable of doing things or like you should be doing things. It's so common for people to feel that like sort of imposter syndrome. And I was actually just listening to a podcast about this the other day, but just know that like everyone is rooting for you, even if Mm -hmm. it doesn't seem like it, like people want you to succeed. They want you to find the thing that you care about. So you are so worthy of every opportunity, especially the opportunities that you create for yourself. Um, And on that note, Create opportunities for yourself. Don't just mm-hmm. wait for things to happen. Be be the driving force of change that really makes them happen for you.
0: Yeah. If there's something you want, go do it. Um. I'm trying to come up with any last piece of advice in our last mm-hmm. minute of this timer. Oh, boy. Oh, this is super, like, logistical, but... When course registration comes, know when your time slot is and be ready to register. And I know it's stressful and I know it gets hectic. And if you're in a class, say, hey, professor, I just like my course registrations at this time. I really need to just hit register on workday. And then I promise I'll come right back to class. Because Yeah, that's a good one. I think it's really important to register at your registration time so that the classes you want are there and available.
1: Okay. In 24 seconds, two things I have to say. One, if you're feeling nervous about course registration, talk to an EPL or a SAM. Two, when you're planning out your life, your courses for the four years, use a whiteboard or like something that can erase easily because things change. And also play around with it. Every semester I update my four-year plan and every semester it changes drastically. Don't feel like it has to stay the same. Ah, we finished exactly on time. We did it.
0: Oh my God. Okay. Okay. This was fantastic. I really enjoyed this. Um, Please let us know in the comments. Who am I right now? Please let us know in the comments if you enjoyed this style of podcast Um, because I had a lot of fun with it. Yeah, it was fun. It was a little it was challenge. Fun. It was
1: also yeah. like a helpful brain dump. Yeah. Didn't feel too like structured. It was yeah. good. So if as a listener you liked it, let us know. If you hated it, also let yeah, us know. Yeah, let us know. Um, it's important feedback. Yeah. But yeah, so overall, those are our thoughts. We know collectively, I'm speaking for both of us, but I know Sarah feels this way. All of this can be really overwhelming. Course Mm -hmm. registration is scary. um, And you are so capable of handling it. So please ask us if you need anything. This is exactly
0: what we're here for. Um, And if it goes totally sideways, you're going to be okay. You're
1: going to be okay. If you don't get the class that you want, you're going to be okay. Wait lists, get on the wait list.
0: Yeah, do Uh,
1: it just gave unclassified advice outside of our timing but for real get on get on the wait list if if there's a possibility that you could get in the class you want to be there yeah um but yeah have faith in the process everything will work out
0: um thanks so much for coming back for another week and uh listening yay we'll see you next time okay bye